This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. You are listening to In a City Like Yours, a semi-monthly podcast featuring interesting people with interesting life stories. This podcast may contain language and or subject matter not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm your host, Michael G. Moore. Please visit our website at inacitylikeyours.com. That's I-N-A-C-I-T-Y. L-I-K-E-Y-O-U-R-S dot C-O-M for links to our social media, all popular podcast platforms, and links of interest pertaining to all episodes. On this episode, both Patrick and Tris tell their stories of becoming interested in acting and their career highlights. First, Patrick goes in-depth with his creative process. After the break, we hear from Tris, whose career started in modeling. After about seven years of modeling, she moved into acting, then started doing commercial work, TV, and feature films. Here are their stories. Hi, my name is Patrick Harney. Uh, I'm an actor from Michigan. I'm calling from the Lansing area in Michigan, and I'm 23 years old. And something that, or an event that changed my life significantly was when I actually first got into acting. When I was in eighth grade, I was all about basketball, I was all about sports, and there was a friend of mine that had told me that I should go out for the musical because they knew that I could sing. And... No part of me really wanted to do that, you know, because it was uh, at that time it was going to be at the same season as basketball. And also it just, you know, it didn't seem of interest or it wasn't of interest for me. And so they just kept nagging me and nagging me. said, hey, you got to do it. You got to do it. Just at least at least audition. And whatever happens from there, you don't even have to accept the role. Just at least audition, you know, just to be able to say you did. So finally, to get them to shut up, I did. And uh, so I went into the audition, not really caring at all and not having any intent of doing the show. And the song that they asked me to have prepared to sing was anything of my choice. I, I just read some lines when I went in there and then I could sing literally whatever I wanted. So. I sang Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I mean, that's just kind of the how much of a, a joker, at least I thought it was at that point. And so I sang it, and after the audition was done, they, the uh, director looked at me and said, um, wow, that's, uh, that was really, really good. We weren't expecting that. And I told him, thank you, you know, and I was going to leave. And they stopped me and they said, hey, um, I know you play basketball, but would you be willing to maybe do the show? And I told them, oh, I don't know, I'll think about it. I just said I'd think about it so I could get out of the room. Well, when the cast list went up, it said that I was one of the leads. I was one of the lead roles in the show. So I went in and talked to the director. I said, look, I said, I can't do the show. I've got got basketball. It's in the middle of basketball season. I I can't do it. And she looked at me and she said, nope, we'll work around it. (laughs) And basically made it impossible for me to say no. And I'll tell you what, thank God that I did it because the minute I started rehearsals, I absolutely fell in love with it. And I can't even imagine what what my life would be like if I didn't say yes to that project or to uh, to that show. It was so much fun. I learned so many things and I also, it helped me give, or it helped give myself a lot of confidence and it helped really help boost my self-esteem because all I was was just a sports guy who enjoyed music 
you know, by himself and, you know, wasn't really showcasing that at all. And, but now, you know, because of it, I've decided to uh, choose acting as my profession and my lifelong career. And that's, uh, and I've been working and working ever since. And so I still, I still played sports, but uh, one thing that my parents had told me afterward, they said, you know, what's, what's cool about me doing the musical and choir as well as the sports is it makes me a, a very, or it helps make me a well-rounded person. And because it all because it stemmed from that show, I was able to become friends with so many more people that I probably wouldn't have become friends with because it wasn't in the or, you know they weren't in the sports world; they were in the music world. And so, oh, so I did the musicals all through school, all through high school, and I even did a a community theater uh, musical as well called Dogfight. My freshman year of college. And so now, from eighth grade, let's see, it's about ten years later. Now I'm acting in films and uh, short films. I'm producing. I'm writing, and and I absolutely love it. There's nothing else that I would that I would rather do. It uh, it's always different every day. I'm not really the type of person that can that can sit at you know at a desk nine to five every single day and I have an immense respect for people that can do that because that takes a lot of uh, like mental discipline at least at least in my eyes and you know I'm, I'm always trying to think creatively and I'm always having ideas whether it be you know for for a a topic for a script that I that I want to write, or if it's for a character that I'm currently working on, uh, on a project that I'm getting ready for, or what have you. It's it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's just you get to meet so many people, and you get to travel. The you, you know you get to see the world, and I'm still young. I'm still trying to build my career. But if I hadn't said yes to that show and if I hadn't, you know, swallowed my pride and said, you know what, I'm just going to put myself out there and see what happens, then I really have no idea what I would be doing today. And, you know, there was a few times when in school where I thought, you know, I think I want to be a detective or, you know, but or a lawyer. But it was interesting because I always I always wanted or I always had that in my mind after I had seen that type of character on a show or a movie. And so after I started doing some research on those, you know, on those jobs, I came to realize that it was a lot different than, than what you see in, you know, in the movies or on TV. And so then I chalked it up to, okay, well, I'll just play one. And I, all I do is I just, I study and I study and I study, you know, I watch interviews of, you know, all my favorite actors on what their process is like and, you know, I, I read I read up on the process of, say, Martin Scorsese or, you know, and how he makes his films. I just recently had watched a documentary on John Cassavetes, and he's basically the father of independent filmmaking. And, you know, I, I'm always trying to learn more, and I'm always trying to speak with those who have been doing it longer than I have to try to gain some of the knowledge that, that they've collected over the years and in hopes that I can maybe extend my career to even, you know, to hopefully my whole life. And I can constantly grow as a, as a, not only a person, but as an actor as well. And I'm always, and it's interesting because I, I look back at some of the musicals that I did or some of the, you know, film projects that I've done and and I always say to myself, man, if I only knew what I know now about acting, or if I if I only had the skills then that I have now, I would have done this different, or I or I could have you know done this scene with more emotion or whatever. No, I'm not saying that I'm the next Robert De Niro or anything like that. I'm not e- no, not even close, and I wouldn't even dream to to be at that kind of caliber. Uh, hopefully, one day I can get there, but. But I do think it's important to set, you know, set your goals for, set your goals for as high as you can get them. Because, you know, if you just work and work and work, it's it's amazing what what you can do, and it's amazing what 
what others around you can pull out of you. And, you know, I mean, I can do, I could do a scene or have an idea about doing, about how I would want to do a scene. And then I get to the set and I'm working with the act. I'm finally working with the actor across from me. And I just throw that whole idea out the window because after speaking with them and kind of, you know, bouncing, I, you know, bouncing back off each other, uh, something new comes up and it's, it may be even better than, you know, than the idea that I had had before because of the different eyes and the different mind that, that I'm working with, um, across from me. So I don't know. It's just, it's just so much fun and it's incredibly satisfying when you finish a project and you see people's reactions and they're and they're good and you can tell that they've been entertained and that they that they genuinely enjoyed what you did you know that's that's i mean that's the best feeling in the world yeah so i just i hope i can do this for well pretty much till i drop and which is hopefully a long time from now and uh and yeah i'll just continue to push forward what's a day like in the life of a, a working actor do you have to work another job to, you know, to help pay the bills or are you at a point now in your career that you're pretty much self-sustaining? Uh, I'm not, I'm not quite at the point of self-sustaining yet. It's, I'm a lot farther along than I was, uh, just even a couple, you know, a year or two ago, but, but I do, I do have what I call my, my survival job. And the hope is that, and the goal is that the more I, the more I work and the more diff- more projects I I get on, the more people I meet, the more I connect with you know with people. And I mean, you never know who you're going to meet, and you never know what that person's involved in. And I mean, for example, I just filmed on a project. It's called the Denny Dooley Story. Uh, it's a feature film, and uh, I think it'll be coming out next year. And I just filmed part of my part of my stuff uh, last Friday. And the guy who's playing Denny Dooley, his name is Jalen Wilson. He um, was very, very talented guy. I mean, he's only 19 years old and very, very talented actor. But he and I just kind of got to talking a little bit, and you know, we were just kind of sitting there in between takes while you know while um, our you know our director was setting up, and we just started talking about some of our favorite actors and some of the some of the things that we look for on sets and you know some of the some of our favorite parts of the of the process of filmmaking and such and the more we got to talking you know i kind of started to pick his brain a little bit and he started to pick mine that you know we talked about you know he's involved in another project that uh you know that will be filming next year that you know that that i'm going to be auditioning for and I never would have known about that project unless I had met him. Um, I mean, there's no saying that I'll, you know, that I'll get it or something might happen, you know, or um, somebody may beat me out for the part, whatever, you know, whatever. But, but it's just the fact of making that connection and that networking, which is so important. And, you know, just being able to con- connect with people that are very like-minded and have a lot of the same interests as you in terms of creativity and art and you know the the process of filmmaking and all of that stuff is just really oh man I'm I'm in heaven when I'm around a, you know a bunch of people like that it's great what's the most difficult aspect of acting in in the movies what for you is is the biggest challenge that you have hmm the biggest challenge that I have personally i would say uh patience because um it is it is very much a you know you never know where when your next job is coming where it's coming from and that's exciting but i mean it's also terrifying too but also i think the i always i always love the challenge of taking on a new character and i love taking on the challenge of you know, being able to take what's take what's given to me from the script and from the director or the writer and what have you, and just be able to literally build this person from a sheet of paper. I mean, it's it's really really cool to be able to 
think of okay well how you know how would how would this guy walk how would he how would he talk where you know where's he from i mean for every for every character that i ever that i ever play i always write a backstory for that character based on what i've been given from the director or you know and and the script sometimes the backstory might be you know half a page long because everything's pretty much laid out and i don't really need to come up with a whole lot more or sometimes I'm not given much to go off of and the director says, you know, basically create your character. Do your, you know, do your thing. And so that backstory might be, you know, two pages long, three pages long. And what's what's great about building that backstory is the fact that, you know, I can start to think of, okay, well what was his relationship with his parents growing up? Did he have any siblings? Was he an only child? Did he you know, what kind of town did he live in? Was he popular in school? Was he bullied in school? Where from the country is he from? You know, does he have an accent? Does he, uh, when he walks, is does he walk with a certain confidence and a certain, you know, a certain stature that just, you know, exudes uh, like positivity? Or is he somewhat kind of reserved and, you know, doesn't really want to be seen or doesn't, want to bother anybody, doesn't want to get anybody's way. You know, those sort of things are really, really uh, attractive to me when it comes to um, characters and for the characters, you know, that I that I submit for, you know, I that, that's the kind of stuff that I look for is I look for, you know, maybe whether it's based on the description of the character, I go, you know, what well, can I, you think I could really, could I really build something off of this? Or could I, could I see myself having having fun with this or something, you know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the, it's a challenge, but it's a fun challenge and it's an exciting challenge. Let's see, you live in Michigan now. The film entry there is, is happening pretty much. Yeah, it is. Um, there's, you know, there, there's a lot of good projects here and there's a lot of people that are really, really pushing to work. Um, and really pushing to create their own stuff you know the I mean the independent film or the the independent film uh, side of the film industry is just really booming right now in you know like everywhere I mean yes you have your big studio projects but all the bigs you know all of the really really rich stories are coming from independent films and so Michigan's putting out a lot of really good stuff I mean, obviously, there's going to be some projects that, you know, that are just kind of, but it's like that everywhere. I mean, you know, but it's the fact that people are getting out there and making their own stuff, you know, and that's what's great about it. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's stuff, there's stuff going on here. I'm, I'm shooting a short film coming up at the end of the month, or yeah, the 29th, and then also on the 6th of September. Uh, it's called Debutant, but um that I'm really excited to play this guy whose name is John, and he's kind of a he's kind of a snooty, highbrow kind of guy. That and I haven't, and I haven't played that kind of guy before. You know, he's very, very well off and very, you know, almost proper kind of, you know, kind of like that British royal family type feel, which is cool. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm excited to play that, especially because I just got, you know, I was just filming. You know, like I said, that Denny Dooley story, that character, his name is Chick, and he, uh, it takes place in the late 60s and early 70s, and he's the lead vocalist and guitarist for um, this, like, garage hippie band, and so two very, very different characters, which is, you know, that's what, that's what attracts me, is, you know, I want to try to stretch my limits and, you know, see what I can do, you know, with different characters and see if I can honestly to see if I can pull it off too you know and see if I have the if I have the chops or if I need to you know really really get to work on you know certain areas that's where I that's where I find you know where some of my weaknesses may be or may lie is you know in certain areas like that so well, when I'm creating the character I may I may be working on the lines and I'm trying to build the character. You know, I always start. I always start with the character's look. I don't know why, but that's what helps me get into uh, get into the character the best. Is well, you know, what is this guy going to look like? And then I can kind of get into the attitude of it, and I can start to find his voice and start to find his walk and everything. But you know, if I'm working on a character, I'm really struggling to find that. Then it 
makes me kind of open my mind a little bit more to try to pull from things to see you know well maybe I'll get some inspiration from this you know from this movie and and maybe this movie um, and kind of piece things together so yeah it's a lot of fun why don't you talk about one of your films that you've completed and take us through what it was like uh, filming and if, if there was a premiere if you got to go to a premiere you know the fun stuff that happens yeah. uh, after a film is made uh, what, what was it like to, to be on the set and to see it all the way through yeah so I had this film that uh, it's called Scapegoat and we filmed it uh, about two years ago now and it, it's going to be it'll be fully releasing um, at the end of the year or at the top of the year but I first I had seen the um, the casting call and I you know submitted a tape for it and I, I submitted for two different characters and the character I ended up getting I remember speaking with the director and he said hey you know I, I really liked you in this character I would like to you know have you do a second audition and I said oh okay I said well, that'd be great. I said, can you tell me a little bit more about this guy just so I have, you know, some reference? And so he started talking to me about it. And, and it was very interesting because the more he was talking to me about that character, the more ideas I started having pop up in my head. So I was so I was speaking with him about some of those ideas. And a lot of the ideas that I had in my head were really matching up well with some of the thoughts that he was having. And it came down to it that he just offered me the role without even having to do the second audition, and and we were on our way. Now, scapegoat. It's it's this. The film is about this group of people that they they all wake up in the middle of the woods. They don't know how they got there. They're wearing the same clothing. They each have a marking on their arm. Some of them know each other. Some of them don't. But they come to find out that they uh, they all have some sort of a connection to each other but they don't know what that connection is and so while they're trying to figure that out they're also being hunted at the same time and so it's a really really cool thriller you know it's kind of a psychological thriller and it's very suspenseful and uh, but there's also some humor in it too I mean my, my character I play the character of Matt and he is always just kind of looking out for himself and he will do whatever it takes to make sure that he can get out alive and he knows what buttons to push with with um, you know some of the people that are there he does know one of the people in the woods and he uh, yeah he's kind of the he's not the leader but he kind of he's kind of the strong the strong one of them all where he you know he doesn't really get all that emotional because he knows that like he's in survival mode now when we were filming we filmed in uh, in this in the woods pretty much uh, for the majority of the shoot we were filming out in the woods in the summertime and it was very hot and it was, it was very humid but um, but yeah it was a lot of fun because we we ended up doing so there's a there's a fight scene in the movie that that I'm really, really proud of. That this this specific fight scene, it took us 11 hours to film, and we all did our own stunts uh, because we were very we were very much invested in the fact of like we want to, we just want to get into it and we want to you know we want to be the ones fighting. You know we don't want to have to bring in a stunt double or anything like that. And the, the guy that we're fighting, he was actually our stunt coordinator. So he's in the film, and he was our stunt coordinator on the whole project. And so I was able to learn a lot of different things for stunts. And I was able to learn a lot of different things that, you know, that I never knew about, you know, fight choreography in, in film. And so we got to, you know, we got to shoot, and uh, we did all this stuff out in the woods. And then we also got to go to the Ingham County uh, Police Station, and um, and we got to do some filming there. And and I got to you know meet along with the director. You know we got to meet with with the chief deputy here for Ingham County, and he took us through the whole prison, and he gave us a tour of the place, and uh, we got to see you know what it's you know what it's really like in a prison, and. We also got to see the uh, the holding cell that Larry Nasser was in when he was when he was being held there, and that was uh, that was strange. It was very very much isolated, which I'm, I know was intended. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, so we so we got to film there, and um, and then we also uh, post production. There were a few there were a few hiccups here and there that kind of delayed a few things, but um, but overall, there was during the post production process, we had a a cut of the film that we wanted to get people's you know people's uh, you know some of their ideas and everything after seeing it and so we decided that we were going to do a screening for the for the film this is just a private screening but we did the whole red carpet thing and you know brought everybody out and so we sold out of the first show once the tickets went on sale we sold out of our first show in under 18 hours and actually oversold so we then contacted um, the theater that we were showing at which is where I work I'm, I'm one of our I'm one of the managers there but um, we talked about you know hey can we add a second show because we got a lot more people that we want to we want to have come and so we added a second show and that also sold out so we had about 330 people come see that movie that night and we played the movie twice just back to back and um, we also had a specialty cocktail that uh, that myself and a few of my coworkers that came up with for the movie itself and so we sold that at the at the private screening and yeah and it's really cool I mean we got to I got to speak with one of uh, there's a there's a two guys that I went to high school with that um, they started a clothing company it's called Northern Etiquette and we were able to um, feature some of their clothing in the film and uh, as well so so we were able to go to a local you know a local bar here uh, well a couple local bars and then we're also in the talks of uh, adding some music by uh this their their metal band called of virtue they've been they've been to europe they've been to asia but but they're they're based here in Michigan and they and their lead vocalist is, is one of my really really good friends and um, so they had just had an album come out so we're looking to also feature some of their music in the film so you know the the director's very big on trying to feature you know Michigan thing you know Michigan products or Michigan places and everything in the film uh, you know just to kind of I mean that's where we made it and that's you know we take pride in that so um, so yeah, so so scapegoat's been it's been a hard go, you know, from from filming to now. But it's but I know it'll all be worth it at the end, and I can't wait for people to see it. Um, and uh, yeah, and you can actually find the trailer for it on YouTube as well. So um, it's just the scapegoat official trailer, and um, yeah, it, it was it's just a really exciting ride. What advice would you give your peers who are looking to start a career in film? I would say, one, be patient. That's that's the biggest thing. You know, not everything's gonna. It's 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 not a sprint. It's a marathon. And and then also, I would say, just study as much as you can and try to learn from the best. I mean, you know, study the people who you know, seem to be experts in, in really whatever field you go into, but especially for filmmaking. I mean, I have a, I have a cousin who, uh, his name's Michael Harney, and he um, he's an actor, and he's been acting for a long, long time. And he's, uh, he's doing really, really well for himself now. He's got, uh, he's got a show on the History Channel called Project Blue Book. Um, he was just in A Star is Born. He was Sam Healy on Orange is the New Black. He... Uh, he's been a great mentor for me you know he, he and I have become have become v- very close just in the last couple of years um, and it's interesting because he'll kind of give me he'll kind of give me things to uh, to to watch or to read or to study up on and uh, because he knows that I'm serious about this and you know this is one of those things that you know nothing's gonna get handed to you you gotta you gotta really cut your teeth and you gotta you know, you got to go through it to be able to really appreciate what you have and really appreciate the art of it, you know. Um, but the, but then the final piece of advice I would give would say, or I would say, before you start anything with this, with this industry, really look deep in yourself and s- try to decide, do you want to be a steady working actor or do you just want to be a star? Because if you want to be a star, you are in the wrong business. <laughs> because 
you know, you will get sick of it because it's, you know, the filmmaking process, it's very tedious and it's, it's long days. Um, it's a lot of hurry up and wait. But, uh, but if you really, really, truly enjoy the whole process and you enjoy the, you know, you enjoy learning about why the lights are going here for this setup for the shots and everything, then, you know, then you'll just continue to, to work and you'll continue to find joy on set. And, um, and then hopefully one day it can take you and, you know, it can take you to a level that. You know, not a lot of people get to be at, but a lot of people strive for. So, um, I mean, I know that's where I want to get to. You know, I want—I'd be lying if I didn't say I want to be, you know, one of the most sought-out actors, you know, you know, in in the industry. But, um, but for the time being, I'm—I need to build that. I got to pay my dues, and I need to work, and I need to, you know, I don't—I'm not good enough to be that yet. So I'm constantly trying to to learn and prepare myself for the next project and every audition I go for, I go on that's that's another learning experience whether I get the part or not every time I'm on set I learn more about set etiquette I learn more about the different positions or on the crew I learn more about why the shot is being set up this way as you know instead of doing it this way and you know, and I, I try to take every, you know every little piece of knowledge that I can with me to, onto the next project, and uh, and so far it's been it's been working out. So, yeah. do you have an interest in trying your trying out other aspects of filmmaking, directing, producing, you know, direct, uh, writing, or are you just strictly wanting to stay with acting? Well, I, I actually I actually am uh, kind of diving in into producing as well. Um, however, acting is my main focus, but there's a project that, uh, that is, it's in development right now, but, uh, it's a project that I'm going to be acting in and then as well as producing on. And it's the, the working title right now is called storage, but, uh, I think we, I think that title might be changing. We, we got the first draft of the script. Um, we're going to be, we already had one meeting to sit down with myself, the director, and then the other producers. Um, and one of the one of the producers is also going to uh, acting in it as well. And we all we already had a first meeting to, you know, kind of go over some of our notes. And then we're going to have a second meeting here toward, at the end of the month um, with a second draft of the script. And we're going to go over, um, you know, some more plans of what you know what we want to do. And we're looking to get into pre-production uh, by the end of the year. So that would include, you know, that would mean finding budgeting. That would mean you know, casting, breaking down the script, um, you know, making shot lists, storyboards, all that stuff. So the more I dive into that, I really, really like it as well. I, I have written a script um, that uh, I've written the first draft of the script, of the script and I'm, I need to make some revisions and go through. I'd like to direct at some point, but I don't see that being for a long, long time. Um, but uh, but it, it is interesting because there's a lot a lot of different avenues with this business that people don't really realize you know they think of a movie and they just think of the actor the director the producer and the writer and that's it but there's so many different different things uh, there are different aspects to you know to a film i mean just watch the credits <laughs> for any movie and and you'll see you know there's uh, hundreds of people that you know that are putting everything they have into each project and um so yeah, so I, I I will definitely move toward other aspects as well, but 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 acting will always be at least for now. Acting will always be my my number one. Do you have any final words? Um, well, one, I just want to say thank you very much for for having me on the show, and um, you know, it's it's always it's always a pleasure and it's always fun to be able to talk about you know about what I love to do and. I talk about, uh, you know, talk about filmmaking and the process of it and acting and everything. And, um, so any, any chance I get to talk about that with people and kind of nerd out for a little bit, then, uh, then I always take it. But, um, but yeah, so, so thank you very much for having me and, uh, and, and I really, really appreciate the time and I hope that, uh, our paths will cross again. 
Are you looking for a podcast with catchy original music and hilarious comedy? Check out the Smile Syndicate Music Hour. Each week, Jason and Miss Elizabeth bring you fun new music from across the genres. And don't forget the comedy. Hear crazy stories straight out of the Smile Syndicate's hometown of Smileton. I'll bury them out in the desert. Mark my words. <laughs> Chilling crime stories. The horse had wandered into Sheila's office, stomped the cash box, and consumed the money. <laughs> Sound life advice. Stay off the catnip, stay off the dope, keep your clothes on, behave yourself. <laughs> and much, much more. Subscribe to the Smile Syndicate Music Hour podcast. You won't believe a single one of your senses. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm also Chris. And together we do a comedy podcast called Cooking with Grief. Each week we dive into four surprising facts about anything from science to history to the weird world we live in, making jokes about all of it as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also find us on Twitter at Cooking with Grief. No G on cooking. Glitter, apparently, is so unique that it can be effectively used as forensic evidence. The Bank of England's chief economist has urged to start using people's Spotify playlists as a way of measuring the economy. In China, Avengers has been translated as Fulian, or Women's Federation. Not only did the Russians capture the uh, Crimean Peninsula, they also captured some Ukrainian military dolphins. In Pinocchio, and the film becomes a real boy, in the original it ends with a cat and a fox hanging him from a tree. <laughs> and just... Scientists have wiped a snail's memory. <laughs> and Slytherin's going, can we have an extensive <laughs> series of tunnels sort of wide enough to fit a giant people-killing snake? Where do you fall on the, uh, on the scone-scone debate? Scone, obviously. Oh, I love scone. So, what have you got to lose? Give us a try. Nothing to lose but your sweet, precious time. Yeah, that's true. So, my name is Tris Marie, and I am calling from Branson, Missouri. I am um, Missouri-grown, and I finally, I, I went professionally into acting about six years ago, hitting it really hard. Um, I, I thought I was going to do it at 18, coming out of high school. Um, but, uh, you know, you have family and friends all telling you to get a real job. <laughs> so I kind of did that first in the beginning and kind of did the normal job um, kind of thing. But I actually think that's a great thing because now it gives me so much experience that I can use for my acting. So that's actually pretty great. And uh, in the beginning, I started out as a model, actually, and I kind of just fell into that um, accidentally. Um, uh uh, I had some like book cover artists and uh, um, authors come to me and, and say, hey, we like your look. Um, would you mind um, posing for a cover for us? And I was like, well, okay. And then that turned into several covers. And now that's turned into a few USA Today bestsellers. So I've had that going on um, for about seven years. And uh, then I kind of transitioned into acting um, soon after that. But uh, so, yeah, I've done a music video with uh, Jehovah Riggs, which is the former guitarist of uh, Rob Zombie. And uh, that was a blast. Um, I've been on the Travel Channel. Uh, I was on season one, episode three of Extreme Screams. So you can check that out on uh, you can uh, you can watch it on YouTube. And uh, let's see what else uh, I've done. I mean, you've probably seen me at 2 a.m., I uh, have done some infomercials um, that aired on the Hallmark Channel and, uh, and I think the Weather Channel as well. Um, but my experience has been, I, I've been really, really lucky uh, to get some really good projects, work with some really amazing people. I actually worked as crew for the History Channel on a show that Zachary Quinno was doing with Eddie Schmidt. Eddie Schmidt was a producer. And um, it was the show In Search Of. And they went to different locations, I, I think, in the world, um, interesting places and answering questions and stuff. So that was really cool. I got to work directly with Zach. And um, so that was amazing. But yeah, I, I love doing in front of the camera, behind the camera. I've even done wardrobe for film. Uh, I did a little film called Sun. And it, it was just a beautiful 
Western dystopian um, kind of film, and I got to wardrobe the whole thing. So I'm really, really proud of that. I was actually recently picked up by a studio uh, called Silver Fox, um, and they do photography for businesses and and for products and and stuff like that. And so they hired me as brand ambassador, and uh, so yeah, his, and his stuff is is gorgeous. So. Um, so I got that, and what else do I got going on? Um, I just got signed to management in California, um, and then from that, I got booked for a show called Vice Squad Miami. Um, they ha- they're actually doing um, in a bunch of different like major cities. They're doing uh, there's Vice Squad Las Vegas, Vice Squad LA, um, you know, uh, Vice Squad Dallas, um, different cities like that. I am assigned to Vice Squad Miami, so we'll be filming that um, here pretty soon. And uh, I'm actually going to be playing a CSI type character, which is new for me. I have not played that kind of character, so that's going to be a blast. Um, But yeah, I've just been lucky to work with so many great people. Um, As far as Missouri goes, uh, I've been doing a lot in Columbia, Missouri. You'd be surprised. The film community there is booming. Um, we're, we're working hard here in Missouri, even though we do not currently have incentives, which, you know, please bring them back. Um, <laughs> cause, uh, we are working hard here. We are working hard, um, bringing film. And, um, so I just did a, f- a film in Columbia, Missouri, a full length feature film with a, a, a healthy budget. Um, and it's called Shakespeare's Mummy. Uh, that was out of, with Foster Castle Studios, and uh, I'll actually be working the red carpet on October 21st for uh, Lost Treasure of Jesse James. That's another film that that Boster Castle produced, and I'll be walking the red carpet promoting Shakespeare's Mummy, which is the one um, that I did film. So um, if you check the IMDb, it's up there. If you check my socials um, for updates, I uh, speaking of more Missouri film, I did, and I'm still in production on this. I'm doing a film in Branson, Missouri, actually right here. Uh, it's called My Mother's Sons, and uh, that's with Bear Creek Productions. And that one is set in the 1950s. Um, super, I just love that era. I got to drive a 1936 uh, Chevy beautiful beautiful fully restored car and um column shift it was it was awesome so fun and uh and we are still filming that one so if you just watch my socials um you'll see updates on that yeah i also have uh i did a little film called pushing envelopes and uh that little film is killing it it's a little short film but it is killing it in the film festival circuit um, we won uh, Best Inspirational Film in the LA Film Awards and also the New York Film Awards. It won Best Inspirational Film. So that's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, what is it like uh, being a woman in the industry that's so dominated by men? Okay, um, being a woman in the industry. Well, so far, um, I've had people ask me that and. Uh, Really, I haven't had a lot of issue. I'll say in, in the beginning when I first started um, this as a career and I was just trying to film, okay, who will let me play in their film, you know, um, being a brand new actor. And um, in that little beginning part, you do get CD people um, that kind of just want to use you. I, I had, I did have one bad, really bad experience where I was hired to do a film, and it was was my very first feature. Um, They hired me to do it. I actually filmed all of my scenes, and then um, they actually fired me because I wouldn't date the director. So um, that was pretty bad. Um, That that film never got released. It probably will never be released, and that's fine with me. But, um, But really, that's my only bad experience I I think because that one really taught me to be a lot more careful (laughs) who I'm working with and uh and stuff like a healthy you know just be careful (laughs) out there so I I really 
now I research who I'm working with and okay, what have they done before? Um, are they respected? Um, do they treat people with respect? Um, do they, you know, do they tend to have um, a professional, you know, do they work professionally or are they kind of known for being shady? <laughs> so um, I just, I'm very careful who I work with now. And uh, because of that, I, I'm working with nothing but the best people. Um, like I said, I've been on major networks, Travel Channel. I've been on the Paramount Network on Ink Masters Angels. Um, and uh, I've worked with the History Channel. And uh, so, yeah, I've just, I've kind of set the bar higher. And um, there's just certain people I just won't work with. And uh, so, I mean, but you get better at it as you learn the industry and learn who to work with and who who not you know who to kind of stay away from uh you kind of learn and it gets it, it gets a lot easier i think so um really haven't had a problem since that first year i started acting do you have any life stories or maybe something that happened to you that would be interesting that either deals with or has led you to where you are now or we yeah. can talk or we can talk about yeah. if you've had any pre uh experience like in theater in mm-hmm. school, in high school, or in college, or if you if you went to college, uh, if you, yeah, what your background in in uh, acting is? Yeah, for sure. Well, um, so as far as my background goes, I I did go to college when I got serious. I really I really meant it, and um, and we're talking in can in front of the camera and behind the camera. I wanted to learn all aspects of it, um, and this kind of came about. Um, how I first got started really was, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, I kind of did life first, you know, I, I did a real job, quote unquote, um, that everybody wants you to do or everybody thinks you should do. And uh, I did that for a while. I really, um, and then I, I was just taking care of everybody else um, and kind of put me and kind of what I wanted on the back burner. And uh, so it was kind of after a really horrible breakup actually that I kind of was like, finally, like, you know what, I'm going to do this for me now. (laughs) I've been doing for everybody else for years. And, um, I just felt like it was, it was my turn. So, uh, that's when I started, um, modeling. I, uh, went in to college. I, I took media production classes. I also took, um, acting classes, um, studying, um, scripts. I did, um, and I did a couple, uh, theatrical plays and uh, did musicals actually. And that was something that um, has grown me like so much. Uh, my acting teacher, John Herbert, he, he, he was so great because he actually took me one-on-one and uh, I told him, I was like, I, I can't do improv. I can't, like, if you give me a script, if, if I know what to say, absolutely I can do it. But improv, I don't know what to do. I like clam up and and he broke, he broke me from that. He, he broke that out of me, whatever was holding me back. Um, he, he released it and, uh, I, I could do it now. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's very liberating that, um, that he taught me how to get past that. But, um, so he also encouraged me, uh, for my first time going into theater. He's like, you should audition for this. I'm like, well, it's a musical. And like, I don't consider myself a singer, you know? And, um, he's like, well, just, you know, just try it. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to try it. I'm not going to get it, (laughs) you know? And uh, so I did it. I I, I was so nervous. I've never been that nervous in my life. But so I had to sing. I sang, uh, uh, I sang an aerial song from, uh, I think it was uh, Part of Your World. (laughs) Yeah. So I sang Part of Your World um, to land that. And, And then they hired me. And so I was like, okay. Like, I was just surprised you know so I mean so yeah I've done two musical stage productions um a blast they they're so different than doing film and uh and people tell me like well is it harder because you can't say okay I messed up let's cut you know um actually there's kind of a beauty in you know just perform the live performance of it and getting the audience's reaction and, and really they don't they don't know that you mess up. They're not, and they're not going to know unless you're like, ah, oh, crap, you know? <laughs> so, um, 
And uh, yeah, so I mean, unless they've seen the script, they're not going to know that I missed a word or something like that. You just you just go on with it. The show must go on, right? So, um, so I, I did it. It went great, you know. Um, and it, it was it was a it was a blast. And it, just to hear the audience cheering and laughing, there's just something about that that is like so invigorating. And uh, so I love it. Um, and I love film as well. Film is like my first love, I would say. And um, and I like doing, like I said, either whether it's behind the scenes or in front of the camera. Um, it definitely is nice when I mess up <laughs> for film. We can cut again, but it's also different because uh, you're you're in a camera frame, uh, so it's very different. A stage is so much more open, and in film, I'm more thinking, how am I looking on screen right now? How do I need to position myself? You know, it's. It's a different type of staging, and 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 it's a different type of art, actually. You know, um, so I lo- I love them both. I love them both differently, um, but definitely, yeah, I definitely love them both, though. But I've done a lot more with film um, than I have theater. Um, you mentioned that you've done costuming and producing and acting and pretty much almost everything what what is your favorite out of all those my well my my first love is is acting that's kind of where I'm at home I I love doing I love getting to play in the other areas um and I've done some stunts too I I I went and took some basic in stunt training at studio 2060 um and Ryan Shields was my teacher and um so I just I just kind of as an actor I do all of those other little things to be it it all comes down to being an actress it's I want to be the most well-rounded actor that I can be so that's that's why I do it (laughs) so yeah I would say acting